Hey everybody, welcome back to Easy Tarot Lessons. It is me, Dusty White, author of uh, Advanced Tarot Secrets and uh, The Easiest Way to Learn the Tarot Ever. I bring up those books specifically because today's lesson is straight out of Advanced Tarot Secrets. A lot of the stuff you're going to learn today, you could see right in the pages of that book, but we are applying them in real life to help a student uh, we invented a spread. It's just all kinds of good stuff. I don't want to uh, spoil the surprise for you. Take notes. Now, if you are one of the first people listening to this, I have a special that's only going on for a couple of days. You can email me if you want in. My $3,000 course uh, on the tarot is only 5 bucks a week. Um, you really have to email me. Stop what you're doing. Write an email to me, me at dustywhite.net. Say, let me in, you damned hippie. Uh, if you use those words, I'll actually do it for you, even if you're late. Um, I don't know, just got a wild hair up my butt. So if you are sitting on the fence going, eh, and you want to save it, it's half price, you really should get in on this. Now, I'm not going to harp on that. Uh, today's lesson is about to begin. Please take notes. Thank you for being here. Post any questions you have. Now, I was looking at your question, but I wanted to check in and ask you, can you clarify what it is that you would like to know today? Mm, I'm working with tarot for my self-development, and I uh, use uh, readings, especially Celtic Cross, the one you recommend, for getting to know my weak points and uh, like direction for development. And I just uh, do it like uh, intuitively. Uh, I don't do, uh, don't know that much about this direction in tarot, so I wanted to um, hear the opinion of master if I do it uh, right and how to do it better. Well, in in my world, uh, and this comes from you know decades of experience and also years and years of working closely with many many professionals who'd been doing it even longer than I had sometimes. There's a there's a rule that we all follow, and that's... Uh, so it's kind of like number one around here. It's, it's, if what you are doing works, then you are right, you know, with a big capital R. And, um, so the most important thing is that it works for you. Uh, other than that, there are various theories of what works, and of course the ones that... Uh, are the most correct. Those theories are the ones that get passed down. Well, not necessarily. There's a lot of stuff that gets uh, passed down that's not very good. But the ones that uh, get the best results are, are you know, obviously the correct ones. So I want to first off empower you that uh, based on your experience and your practice, no matter what, you can always pick out what has been working consistently and add that to your toolbox and then we'll just take out what doesn't work. Now, uh, if I got this right, you were working with your cards for self-development, and uh, in your question, it said something about how you make a spread and you try to understand parts of your personality yeah. uh, and how they're active in this or that situation. Yeah. Um, so are you building a spread that describes the situation you're in and then analyzing it? Yeah, I make a spread. I use uh, Celtic Cross, and I um, like to see which parts of my personality take part in this or that situation, are active in this period of life, 
which parts of my personality are more challenging for me, what I need to see. Maybe I don't see that, like, I don't know, warrior is working there or defensive person is working there. So I try to see who I am in this period of life or this exact situation. Okay, so you're actually casting. I, mean, I have a specific set of terminology um, where I use the word cast to mean shuffle, ask the gods, you know, hello, need some cards, and they throw them down, versus building a spread where you're saying, okay, I'm going to lay out, I'm, I'm choosing cards to represent something, whereas like, um, uh, like a mosaic where you're actually, you know, pulling out colored stones because you're trying to paint a picture. Uh, mm -hmm. So uh, when I say you're casting or building, are you casting it like a divinatory spread? Or are you picking out cards and then looking at them objectively? No, I uh, just uh, pick what, what is. I don't know uh, beforehand what will be. Right, right. Okay, because the other technique is uh, much more advanced. It's not really that hard. It's just uh, most people don't do it. It's too bad because it's uh, really enlightening. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll get to that. All right, so just to make sure we're on the right page. So basically, you're, uh, you're casting spreads, but you uh, are just asking questions about yourself. Yeah, yeah. And uh, about other uh, opportunity, you say it's very nice, but to me, like, it is if I would uh, pick the cards, I would use my mind more than my subconscious mind. And uh, what I can see with my consciousness um, I can see that, but sometimes I have uh, points where I don't see my negative sides. Okay, now this is getting a little confusing to me. I'm, I, I just, just, I'm not quite understanding what it is that you want to know. I did want to say um, something that I've been thinking of since I first read your question. I, I really do not subscribe to the journey of the fool myth. Um, that's something that's just been invented recently. Uh -huh. uh, and it's interesting, but it's it's completely nonsense because you can't build a philosophy or a religion off the tarot. It's, you know, it's like trying yeah. to build a, a, a philosophy or a religion off of poker or gin rummy because uh -huh. it's just a game. However, that being said, um, all of the cards can be used as archetypical uh, or archetypal sorry uh, they're all archetypal uh, images or iconic yeah. images because that's kind of the whole point of the tarot that we use today the modern tarot is we have 78 cards that in a divinatory sense need to represent well anything and everything that can happen to us so they I kind of have to have different meanings um, so within the framework of not completely ignoring what's on the card, you know, the image, mm -hmm. we have to stay within the boundaries of like metaphorically or, or specifically, you know, okay, here's a guy on a horse, so you're going to meet a guy on a horse, okay, mm -hmm. uh, that would be a specific example, but as much as we have to pay attention to what's there, uh, we can use these as allegories or uh, visual clues or symbols, um, so in that sense, I like that the 78 cards as a whole you know, again you could do this with any anything that uh, just happens to work um, but you know, we use tarot cards so okay yeah um, kind of like a Rorschach test of 78 colored cards so 
Uh, I like the idea of taking 78 different cards and interpreting uh, what's going on in your personality, using it as a, you know, an, ass an assistant uh, to your development. Mm -hmm. uh, now, what specifically you are having trouble with, that's, that's where I, I'm a little bit lost, or what it is that you want to know. Um, um, to get to know more about um, the connection between uh, cards, to see uh, all the um, cards as a whole. To me, most difficult is that I can read uh, each card separately, uh, but all together as a company, sometimes it's difficult to understand the whole uh, message of all cards together. Oh, well, you came to the right place for that. Um, you do not have a copy of Advanced Tarot Secrets, do you? Uh, no, no, not yet. No, you have the white book. Okay. The white book has uh, the, you know, that's the easiest way to learn tarot. The white book has uh, the, the exercises, which are important. Um, they're all about skill building in uh, blending cards and going in a linear fashion, you know, from this, from this, from this to that, to that, very causal uh causal uh, situations mm -hmm. so in that sense these are basic building blocks to being able to uh, I, I really like the term mosaic because it just seems to make sense uh, because a mosaic is made up of individual tiles you can point to and say it's a red tile it's a blue tile well with the tarot you know our spread such as the Celtic cross uh, is a great overview spread by the way Mm -hmm. uh, it gives you a good uh, understanding or like a bird's eye view of what's going on in, in any particular situation. Mm -hmm. So in that sense, um, for example, exercises three through nine are all about how to blend, how to move from one card to another, how cards interact with each other. Um, if you can practice those that will help you it won't get you to where you want to be but it will really lay the foundation the reason why i bring up advanced tarot secrets is there is something in there specifically called well there's two things one called advanced spread basics uh that was kind of throw, thrown in um as a preamble or a, a prequel to uh advanced spread techniques because the advanced spread techniques kind of needed a baseline or an introduction but those two sections advanced spread basics and advanced spread techniques I probably could have labeled that first one better are really essential for pulling everything together now in advanced tarot secrets I, I introduce you to what I call a four pass reading technique right now you're probably using passes one and four your first pass is very simple you go card by card individually look at each card understand what it brings to the table because uh, any large organized spread such as the Celtic Cross uh, has various cards all working together to answer a central question mm -hmm. pass four is you know you wrap it all up you, you put it in uh, context but passes two and three uh, I've not seen anywhere in the world outside of this book um, which is why I'm adamant that everybody gets it, reads it, learns it, and, and incorporates it. 
but uh, quick quick overview is passes uh, pass two is where you go in and you look for the themes and patterns and the interactive relationships between cards uh, how many of this and that and how does that affect the spread so this is like an additional layer of information and then this past three is where you find hidden spreads now without going into big long explanation because like, well, I actually have a course is to you know, explain all of this so and then of course you know, it's also in the advanced uh, the ATS book the black book but the super short version is that starting where you're at now and taking what is working what you are doing right and then we want to kind of you know add something to it make it better or maybe clean up some of the stuff that's not quite working so it's less effort for the same or better results you know just by pulling stuff out um starting where you're at right now understanding each card that's essential obviously you seem to well i'm gonna say obvious i don't want to assume it sounds like you got that so i'm going to move forward for a moment and say at this point in order for you to pull more information uh, out of the spread, uh, again, not to sound like a, uh, a commercial, but screw it, I guess maybe it is. Uh, I have written the whole uh, Advanced Tarot Secrets to help people like you get three to five times more information out of the same exact spread that you're reading now you are leaving a whole bunch of money on the table or you are leaving a whole bunch of information on the table leaving money on the table is a kind of a euphemism uh, so i started with that but you're leaving a whole bunch of information on the table and it's right there in front of you but if you don't know the techniques then of course it's very hard to access it um so i would like you to, to uh, you know check out that black book uh, because it really, and you know, look, if you don't like it, let me know. I'll buy it back from you. You know, uh, I'm going to stand by it. I don't want it's not like, oh, right, of course, I'm going to make a couple bucks. But uh, being that that's not going to help specifically today, because, you know, okay, maybe in a month I'll help. Um, for right now, uh, starting with just, you know, the exercises in the white book, uh, if we look at the never-ending story mm -hmm. or um, or from here to there where we go from one card to another card to another card in as much as this doesn't blend things together it it does show it's a stepping stone kind of path where we're hopping from one to another but subconsciously what we're doing is we're we're learning to spot connections or build bridges between cards and of course that makes it so much easier to blend um, if you want to just develop your uh, understanding uh, of, of how to pull all the cards together um, I'm gonna need you to, to do more of that um, I guess we could do an example. Mm -hmm. Okay, so let's uh, 
give me an example that we could spell out in three cards. Give me a, a like a, don't tell me the three cards, but give me like a simple situation that we could in turn describe in three cards. Uh, and then we'll work on that. For example, uh, if I would work with my self-image, what uh, parts of myself are active right now? And uh, what could be the challenge with my, uh, with how I see myself? What would be important for me to see and uh, where to move? Okay, self-image, mm -hmm. got that. And what were the different parts of, uh, you broke that down, you the challenges, and what was the first part? Uh, what, uh, no, my sub-personalities are most active right now. Why? I don't even have a word for that. I just made a random sound. I got most of what you said. I apologize. Um, no. it, was, it was the tail end of something about your personalities. Uh, yeah. Okay, please help me um, go slowly. I have a small monkey-sized brain. Um, okay, let's, let's try it again. Please help me again. With that. Okay. Um, like maybe main quality of my personality for now you said the quality of your personality yeah what do you mean by quality i mean specifically i know what the word quality means but i want to know how you're using it yeah for example if uh, you know in my current period of life uh, uh, like um, fear is leading my life or uh, desire to be generous right so what state is dominant yeah exactly okay 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 so that's good so there's a good one there's states that's dominant and then what challenges yeah what challenge i like that and uh what uh, direction would be uh would be bad for me and what direction would my higher self would recommend me something like that oh, i like that so if we did like a diamond shape not like an actual diamond, but you know, the, the geometric side by side, one, two side by side cards, three below, below, you know, in, I'm putting using finger quotes yeah. when things are below visually, they're bad. And when things are up visually, they're good. You know, it's like, Oh, mm -hmm. it's heaven. It's birds. It's, it's up in the air. So it's good. So let's say uh, direction, you know, positive direction for you to go. The fourth card that'll be up top. Yeah. Third card would be down below, mm -hmm. uh, like a negative card. And um, let's say the challenges, you know, on the right, I kind of like that because it's kind of like facing. We go, yeah. you know, the card one runs right into that card. So if we did like a little four card spread there, where it's mm -hmm. uh, one, two, so left, right, down in between them, and then up, straight up. So one, two, three, four. I'm just going to go crazy figure eight thing. Let's say, hypothetically, just off the top of my head, uh, what is your, uh, what is your quality? What is the state or quality of your, um, well, let's, let's throw that without getting too personal. Um, let, I mean, we got 10 minutes. Let's throw it out real quick. Yeah. Give me an example of where you would realistically be right now. What's what's a dominant character trait that you experience often? Uh, maybe uh, 
here. Okay, no, that's fine. So um, what we're going to do is we're going to build a spread rather than cast a spread, and we're just going to analyze it. Okay. Uh, same thing as casting a spread, but this is, uh, again, building a spread, very valuable tool for so many different things. Uh, it'll help you in dowsing and manifestation and, and uh, well, those are two of my favorite things. But uh, rather than waste the time we have going over things, uh, let's do this real quick. Uh, so what are some cards that could show fear? Right, um, now, is this just a general fear? Or is it like a specific fear, like a lack of security fear or an insecurity I fear? I don't know, but I feel like um, it would be described best by hermit or hanged man. Oh, okay. Um, well, it's your fear. It's your thing. How would you differentiate between the hermit or the hangman? Oh, hermit is, uh, wants to a little bit step out. Uh, and to take a break uh, and hangman uh, is put into strange situation uh where upside down i think hangman for me better right so it's outside forces acting upon this person putting that person in a position not something where uh, yeah okay good okay so there we go we got a we got our first card so the hangman that's a very good card to represent that state um so this is our base state this is like Hmm, this is what we're experiencing a lot of right now. Okay. <laughs> uh, now, challenges. Uh, help me a little bit understand. What do you mean by specific challenges? Mm, well, I think uh, what uh, the lesson to be learned and what a person maybe is avoiding to learn because it's difficult. And I feel like it could be a magician. Okay. And how would that magician represent challenges in your spread well it's like uh, to master a different kind of power to know where to to use which power where to use power of silence where to use power of words where to use power of acts where to gain wisdom how to use power how right and the magician's kind of he's kind of a together guy i mean he's yeah. got his He's got his tools and his hands aren't full. You know, he, yeah. he uh, he's not like trying to juggle everything at once. He he has the resources at his disposal. He knows how to use them, but he's not uh, overwhelmed with it. Now, this is what I like is uh, to help you understand this. Even right now, just with these first few cards, we can kind of see how they play off of each other. The... Mm -hmm. The hangman is a little bit more of a victim. Yeah, exactly. And the magician is more of a victor. Yeah. Um, so in this particular case, this is a very real thing that people face all the time. There's a lot of people out there, probably half the planet, and maybe all of us at one point who are put upon. We have people doing something to us or, you know, we're just being beset upon by, I don't know, maybe our government, maybe our neighbor, yeah. Yeah. Maybe, you know, some jerk at school, whatever, school bully. Uh, and that puts us in a situation of, you know, defensiveness, fear. And fear is our friend. Fear is, a, is nature's way of saying, oh, this is bad. Now, we don't want to run around in fear all the time, but, but as a basic tool of protecting ourselves, it's, you know, it's not popular at parties, but it does its job well. All right, so, so in that sense, it's our friend, you know, because it helps us survive. Mm -hmm. And then we have the, victim, uh, the magician, and it's like, 
this guy seems kind of fearless. So like, yeah. You know, like, hey, you know what? I got, I got this. You know. So it's funny how these two cards already we can see how they interact. Mm -hmm. um, they are kind of polar opposites. Um, one can solve the other. Um, now, of course, that's easy to say. You know, well, here, what you need is more of this. Well, how do I go about getting that? So mm -hmm. that would be an interesting thing to where we might draw a card to put on top of those two, like in between them. Mm -hmm. Say, okay, I understand. Here's where I am, and here's the challenges. And you might choose to pull a card and go, I need something here. How do I get to that point? So mm -hmm. that's just a thought, but I want to go on with the uh, next cards. So negative things uh i you you said it better than i did all i can remember was it was negative because i was pointing that out and uh, emphasizing that card position three uh you know down below yeah what okay. did that represent yeah what would the, no what direction would be not good for me yeah yeah okay well let's just say hypothetically um if this were the case what I've actually probably come up with a lot of things, but what is a direction to you that would specifically say, in this particular case, this would be the wrong thing for you to do? Mm. Devo. Wow, so we're going with all the trumps today. Okay, so <laughs> not a problem. Um, how is El Diablo? How How is he a bad direction how or how would he be a bad direction for you to go in this case mm, i think that to be led by ego uh, so if i feel like um, somebody is cause of my problems and mm -hmm. then i act out of ego get defensive and maybe even uh, unkind ah uh, yes very good this is um psych 101 our uh our our body does this naturally when we feel threatened um you know we we have to puff up our chest or we have to uh we have to calcify or build a shell around us because you know again acting out of defensively yeah. that's a that's a very good point you know people do this all the time and um, it makes the world go round which is not fantastic but uh, it does happen uh all right and what would be a more positive direction like if you had to give advice to your clone your doppelganger and say look I, I believe me I of all people understand what you're going through mm -hmm. what advice would you give to this person because they this way you can give that advice objectively you know what I'm uh, well I just pulled the card and maybe I did wrong but I have temperance uh, upside down well now you're just pulling a card yeah. Which, which is fine. I have no problem with that. Does that card speak to you, or is this just a random card? Because, again, I'm not looking to cast a spread. Mm -hmm. I, I want to make sure that we can uh, walk you through the process. Now, okay. if this is if yeah. this card works for you, great. But um, um, I just uh, would like to work with something upside down just to make it more difficult. <laughs> I, I'm all for make, working with things upside down. Um <laughs> Let's yeah. bring it on. So what do you have there? Temperance what, upside down. Yes. What is that? I, I'm sorry. I should have rephrased that. What does that mean to you right now? Uh, 
Well, uh, temperance itself is like, uh, I don't know, integration, integration. Balance, yeah, everything. Um, and uh, blending and uh, transmutation. Sure. So upside down, uh, reversed, lack of or different direction. Uh, what do you what do you see there for temperance? Mm. Well, I don't know, but it's hmm. kind of like uh, what I feel right now is like to not to try to blend uh, what is unblendable and to, to follow the bliss and not try to blend all um, all directions together because then you can just blend and blend and nothing will be together because some things you can't blend together. Okay, this is nice, but it sounds new agey and generic. It doesn't sound like <laughs> it doesn't sound like you know actionable advice. Uh -huh. I like the term actionable intelligence. It's like yeah, a, it's not like a CIA term, but but it but it's you know it says hey here's what you can do. When you walk away from this, I want you to have a plan. Mm -hmm. uh, so I'm not against temperance rest, but I think that uh, we definitely need um, a more clear plan of action in you know given this hypothetical situation to help you uh, escape this now. Do you specifically just read with the trump cards? Because I know coincidentally we came up with trump cards, or is there, do you have a um, predilection that you like trump cards or something? Uh, no. Uh, actually, um, when I was thinking about uh, no, this, the spread, I just first free, I, uh, I just, I don't know, I was thinking about the meanings and I liked this meaning. And no. the third one I uh, picked out of 78. Okay, this is good to know. Just want to be clear. Mm -hmm. This is why we always want to ask questions, you know, especially for clients. Like, hmm, what's going on? Um, yes, this is good stuff. I Thank like you. all 78 cards. I don't feel like somebody is bad. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad that you do. That's a, that's a very important thing. I... Uh, I won't speak for anyone else at this particular moment, but oh, I can tell you at the beginning, uh, I know, I know, this is my little alarm. I'm going to ignore it. Um, yeah. I'll just tell my client they got to wait. Um, I used to, uh, I used to not like cards. I, I literally, you know, I'm pulling the card out because you know, doing it all wrong. This is the problem with starting out when you're I started when I was 11, um, which, you know, it's nice because I get a whole bunch of years of practice later on down the road, but wow, with, you know, with, with just reading a book, and you, uh, especially these books that were available back, back, right, back when I was a kid, uh, they were kind of crappy, actually, you know, in hindsight, and here I am uh, reading them and, and trying to figure out uh, stuff, and kind of, there's a reason why children don't raise themselves, and that's kind of what I did with the tarot, so I just point is that I had a lot of cards I didn't like, so I'd put it back in the deck. So I'm very mm -hmm. happy that you're well-adjusted about that. Um, and I think that's something a lot of people have to really look deep inside themselves and answer that question. Um, mm -hmm. Are there cards that they um, they avoid or they don't understand? 
I always avoided the uh, dev. Uh, no, I I avoided uh, the devil. Mm -hmm. Well, it's a good card. Though. And then I understood that it's ego, and it felt great for me. That's uh, well, it's also could be an abusive jerk, you know. Yeah. Evil boss. I mean, evil. Evil is such a such a relative term. Um, you know, jerk boss uh, could be domination, could be enslaving, could be brainwashing. I mean, it's, it's nothing. <laughs> generally not pleasant. Mm -hmm. But but ego is is definitely one of those things. Could be uh, grounded in materialism. Mine, 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 mine. Happy duck. Mm -hmm. cartoon. So, um, okay. Well, let's play around with this. I liked the first three. Mm -hmm. uh, let's see if we can make that. I say we, meaning I. Uh, make that uh, temperance. So if. We're going to say temperance reversed is a positive direction for you to, in this uh, hypothetical situation, to escape the prison of perpetual fear or defensiveness mm -hmm. uh, and achieve the nirvana of the magician's autonomy, self-containment. Mm -hmm. Oh, I got it. Self-determination. Uh, but not just self-determination, but, but determination that comes from within the self. Because self-determination could be, uh, and I would say it actually is, is, is most frequently uh, influenced by outside forces. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I'm going to do what I want, but I'm doing what I want because yeah, I'm reacting to, uh, which is what we do, the outside forces. But determination that comes from within the self, you know, spiritual, alchemy, spiritual alchemy, uh, enlightenment, any of that kind of stuff, or the, you know, the pursuit of enlightenment, all of this uh, comes from within, from a desire uh, of ourselves, mm -hmm. and it may have well at some point been influenced by something, more likely it was, but it has a little bit more of a pure nature of like know thyself. It really is. It's more us and less circumstance mm -hmm. shoving us around. So just just putting that together, trying to trying to say, okay, here's here's my baseline scenario. How do how does uh, temperance burst as an example uh, put it together? Now again, this is the first pass. We have to identify the markings uh, before we can go back and see what they all mean. Otherwise, it's like constructing a sentence where we don't understand the words that we're actually using. Just mm -hmm, mm -hmm. won't work out. Uh, well. So, uh, temperance first. I was just throwing out there. Where is that guy? Okay. So, let's see. Upside down. Not trying to. Um, let me throw this out at you. Mm -hmm. One th let's say we met temperance at the bar. I mean, at, the, at, the, at a party, I'm thinking bartender, because, uh, you know, he's bringing, mixing drinks. So temperance, we're like, hey, look, it's a temperance guy. If we had to anthropomorphize temperance, we had to, like, apply human characteristics or drag this person, drag this card into the human spectrum. Mm -hmm. To me, this would be a person who's a peacemaker. Yeah, exactly. But... And sometimes they're so busy running around helping everybody or fixing everything 
that they kind of lose their own soul independence. They're almost like the anti-magician. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that to blend unblendable, to try to find solution which is good for everyone. Right. And even more so, it robs you of your time. And I don't just mean like, you know, five minutes a day. I mean, literally over the course of the year, how much time did you get to be you? How much were you just floating through life? Um, Trying to please everybody. Yeah, versus enjoying being you or yeah. um, chasing your passions or doing helping helping the world in ways that come from you, not being in crisis mode where people are coming to you. Not And again, people don't necessarily come to us all the time and say, give me, give me, give me. But for those of us who set out to help other people, we see people who, let's say our friend complains, like, ah, everything's bad, everything sucks, it's no good. We stop what we're doing. We stop thinking what we're thinking. We, you yeah. know, we stop working on our own stuff. And we go, oh, let me help this person find balance yeah. and parity. Next thing you know, wasted the day helping that person. And I don't want to say that helping other people is wasting our day. But if you know, you go from one person to another to another. Mm-hmm. We end up like that tree in the in the book, the giving tree. You know, well here, have my branches. Here, have my bark. Have my fruit. Next thing you know, there's just nothing left of uh, Vera. And they also didn't ask us to help. They actually like to complain. Sometimes they don't want to change, and we want them to change. So we fly from our, like, run away from our uh, fate, uh, helping others. Right, and this, or another thing is some people just want to be, feel validated. It's <laughs> not right. I'm complaining. I'm powerless to change it. You know, and, and if you're proactive and say, oh, let's fix it, they're like, mm-hmm. No, because I just, you know, I I don't want to budge. I just don't uh-huh. like the way it is. So it is a balance of trying to figure out when is the right time to go in and when not to. So if that temperance card is a cautionary note that uh-huh. in order to find that blissful nirvana, um, I don't want to say greed is good. That comes from Wall Street, Gordon Gecko. But I want to say that there are times where it seems living in our own skin, and that's really something the magician does. Uh-huh. Uh, other people might say it's selfish, but rather than being a busybody and helping other people who may or may not need help, or that uh, there are professional victims out there. I'm not saying that you know helping people is bad, but, but mm-hmm. occasionally there's some people out there who just bleed the system or other people dry. Yeah. So if we aren't, if we if we try to exist within ourselves more, such the temperance thing, mm-hmm. don't rush out so much. You know, temperance reverse. Don't rush out to fix everything. Or, here's another thought, but this works with the magician. Don't fix the external. Fix the internal. Mm-hmm. Or balance, balance yourself. What is it? Physician, heal thyself. In other words, work on you. If you're going to do work, work on you inside. Mm-hmm. Um, that could be a totally different thing, which, which in a way makes its own sense. 
maybe temperance is saying, hey, you know, do all that fixing you're going to do. But but, you know, how about you patch yourself up first mm-hmm. rather than just, you know, because because Vera needs space and time and validation and rest and and healing just as much as anybody else. Mm-hmm. And maybe more so now because she's, you know, uh, again, in this hangman position. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, very much. It's exactly about me. <laughs> now, here's the part that I want you to get. Leaving the devil apart, just for a moment. Do you see how, first it was temperance reversed in the hangman. They, these cards individually didn't mean anything. They were just like, here's a card, here's a card, here's a card. Yeah. Like old McDonald's, here's a duck, there's a duck, whatever. Mm-hmm. But... Um, but as we understood the situation, these different cards actually played off of each other. We saw how they fit together, which allowed us to build a deeper understanding yeah. of the spread. And this is really, you know, again, this is a quickie mini version of, of passes two and three. Hmm? Sorry? Very deep. Thank you so much. It's really exactly the speak now to each other. Okay, so what you'll find more of this in Advanced Tarot Secrets, but in the meantime, what you, I mean, literally you can do this right now. You don't have to run out and buy the book or anything. And, uh, I mean, yeah, it'd be nice if you did. But, but right now, any time that you work with a spread, and this is why I really like what I call fixed position spreads. You know, whatever card lands in this spot, well, it's going to be what you fear, or it's going to be what you want, or, you know, again, whatever that card position means. This, like a good fixed position spread versus a blob spread. Well, I'll just, you know, throw some cards and whatever. Those have their, you know, those have their place. But um, when you do this, it just makes it easier. Um, it makes it easier to you for you to see how the cards fit together. The hardest thing in the world is just throwing out random cards or throwing down cards that don't have any r- relation to each other, you know, before you throw them down. You're just like, I'm just going to do three cards. The hardest thing is trying to figure out how it all fits in, where if you know this is your past, this is your present, this is your future, then you throw down those cards. Oh, excuse me. Um... At that point, you have a frame of reference. So I really like the fact that you're using spreads that give you a frame of reference. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you would, and, and of course the devil, same thing. I mean, the devil. If if we we could spend we could spend an hour easily just on this little four card spread and really pull out information. Now, what you've done, by the way, here is another technique in from Advanced Tarot to uh, the, the, the book. Um, if you if you do end up with the book, you're going to read a, up on something called hybrid spreads. This is something I teach in the course. That's where it's advanced technique. It's not hard, but you don't want beginners to do it because they'll do it all the time and they'll screw it up and then they'll, ah, I don't get it. Mm-hmm. But what you did is you picked three cards. We kind of built the spread. And those cards represented what you know. Here's what you're, uh, you know, here's the state you're in. Mm-hmm. And here's the challenges that, you know, that, that confront you in that state. And then here's a negative path. Well, that was real easy. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, so what makes it a hybrid spread is we built three of the cards and then we reached out. You said you, you pulled a card, you know, you reached out and pulled a card. So we built three of the cards. We cast one of the cards. Mm -hmm. um, so that's another useful technique you can do because sometimes you go into a, a situation because, you know, the spread, like you have a Celtic Cross spread, you say, I know this, and I know this, and I know this. Fine. Go through your deck. You know, exercise 11, right? You got all the cards up on the wall. Look at the cards. Uh, that card specifically represents what, I, you know, what would be right here. I know that. Okay, pull that card, put it down in its spot. So it's okay to fill in some of the puzzle pieces if in a situation you know exactly what's going on. And then you shuffle and shuffle and cast for the remaining parts. Mm -hmm. uh, so again, I, just trying to throw it together. Really got to run. Thank you very much. I hope this has helped. It's wonderful. I'm under very deep impression. Uh, thank you. Thank uh, you very much. Please get back to me, I don't know, a couple of weeks, a month, two months. Let me know how you're doing. Let me just, just let me know that, uh, that this has helped, or if it didn't, you know, you yell at me and we'll try it again. <laughs> Thank you very much. I will write uh, in a month uh, to say what uh, what worked for me. Great. Vera, have a wonderful day. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye.